Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Zanya, so talk to us about uncommon marketing methods. Tell me one or a couple tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients. I love this topic, Michael. So I I just got to tell you, one of the favorite um, parts of my job that I absolutely love and I have loved for many, many years is that we get to talk to so many doctors and they give us all these little secrets about the things that they do. And every time I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm writing that one down. I'm going to tell somebody else about it. So I have like this giant clearinghouse of super cool, interesting, unusual marketing ideas. And the best part about this is almost all of them are essentially free or very low cost and your team can do them. You don't have to pay anybody to do them. And that's the best kind of marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So um, one that I've been talking to a lot of people about lately, and this is a really good thing for kind of end of year, grab your iPhone, put it on a tripod. And doctors, you're going to want to record a little 30-second video. It's going to feel very personal. It does not need to be super polished. It should say something along the lines of like, hey, it's Dr. Winans. You know, you and I, last time you were in here, we talked about some treatment that you needed to have done. (laughs) And it's really important for you to complete this treatment in order to prevent you from having more serious consequences down the road. I would love an opportunity to see how we can make this work for you. Call my front office. Let's get you scheduled. Some script along those lines. It can be generic enough. Basically, you can send it in text or email to anybody that has incomplete treatment. And there's something about that face-to-face contact that you see in a video that brings a little of what I call Catholic guilt into play versus like just a text message that you can ignore. But when you see somebody... It's really helpful. And you can do the exact same thing if your hygiene schedule's feeling a little empty. As long as your patients see the same hygienist every time, if your hygienist is like, you could even make them personal if you wanted to, but like, hey, Joe, it's been eight months since you've been in. You know, we talked about the fact that your periodontal disease isn't going to cure itself. We need to get you in here. Anything like that is really going to connect with people as opposed to This world of marketing automation that we live in now has gotten impersonal. So going back to high touch versus high tech is the thing that's going to get noticed anymore. On the 30 second video, is this just for, so for example, we're not specifically saying any type of treatment like, hey, you're, I know we discussed your root canal. It's just kind of like generic on unscheduled treatment. Absolutely. And the idea is that you're educating the patient as to the consequences of not completing what was diagnosed. Um, And you can be as selective about it as you want. For example, you could pull a list of um, incomplete implant treatment codes. And so you could do a short video that's like, here's why implants are so important, that you're going to lose bone, that your teeth are going to shift. 
you know, whatever it is you want to do. So you could do the same thing with cosmetic cases with people who, you know, never came back for the crown that needs to go on after they had the root canal done. Uh, be as specific as you want. Invisalign. You could say, you know what, we've got Invisalign Day coming up and you're actually going to be able to save $750, but we only have so many reserved spots. I'd really like you to get it because you're already a patient in our practice. Give them something that's going to motivate them to take that next step because they've been sitting on the fence about it for a reason and you want to give them a little nudge to push them over the finish line. Okay, I like that. And that can be sent through text or email or anything like that. Yeah, text, email. I love backing things up with text only because the average email open rate is about 17% anymore. And a lot of it just goes right in our spam box anyway. So text... Until we are sick of text messages and it moves to something else, text is a, a really good way. I would probably do both of them. Okay, awesome. So what's number two? Number two, this is the simplest thing in the world and we forget to do it. Mm-hmm. The average practice, I get asked this all the time, how do I build my social media following? Well, like anything in life, you get what you give. So if you have got a list of 1,200, 1,500 active patients in your practice, it can be, frankly, a summer intern's job that you go find those patients on Instagram and Facebook. You friend them or follow them first. The vast majority of them are going to follow you back. So you can very quickly, very organically grow your following in a very short period of time. And that way, again, you're expressing interest first. They're going to want to reciprocate because it's just a nice thing to do. Or we're so used to like you see a follow back button and you just hit yes, yes, yes down the line. So you can grow yourself from, you know, a a sad little hundred or 200 followers on Instagram to thousand overnight with a little bit of effort. I mean, it does definitely take somebody looking those patients up. But simple thing to do to start to engage them. And then you got to put in like the fun, engaging content. But that's for another podcast. So do you recommend now in like these new patient forms or something like that, you ask like about their social media? Like, hey, what's your social media or something like that or no? You could absolutely ask what their social media handle is. I mean, I know on Instagram, obviously, it's not always it doesn't perfectly come up as somebody's name. Uh, There's nothing that says you can't just literally go in the search bar and type in the name of a patient. As long as you find the right patient, you should be able to recognize their face um, and just start following them. They're more than likely going to start to follow you back. And it just becomes a fast, fast way to grow that following. But yeah. Or the other thing is, frankly, they're all sitting in the chair with their phone in their hands. Like, right? Like, we we can barely do any work because they're staring at their phone. So, hey, while you're there, do me a favor. Go to our Instagram page. Follow us. Just the request itself is often all they need to be uh, motivated to follow a little direction. They just need a call to action. Yeah, I like that one. Because I know a lot of the times, maybe we might be like, overthink it. We're like, oh, boy, I asked them to follow. They're going to be like, why is the dental office? We just shouldn't overthink it and just do it kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? And again, you just put yourself out there first. They will be much more likely to reciprocate. And it's not so much you asking them to do you a favor. You're, you're expressing interest in them, which is kind of the whole purpose of social media. I like that. Yeah. Put yourself out first. Okay. So that's the second one. Third one. These are things that get forgotten about now. So 
Hopefully your audience knows I live in a somewhat small town. We live in a university town in Pennsylvania called Lewisburg. Um, It's home to a really nice university, Bucknell University. It's kind of considered a private Ivy on the East Coast. Well, I guarantee you that every single one of those kids away from home, they need a dentist. And mom and dad don't always get them in when they're home for a little bit of a break. I mean, I I tell you, my own kids, after one year away at school, they had their own places. So they needed a local dentist that was near them where they were going to school. Mm -hmm. So if you can connect with the health center and get your name on their short list, and they're just they're looking for people that they trust to refer because it puts the university's reputation at stake when they make a referral. So you've got to be willing to take, you know, those kind of kids in um, emergency patients. You'll definitely get some of those. I will I will tell you that uh, it doesn't matter what university you're at. You're going to get more than a couple of patients who might have had uh, a little too much to drink one night out. They trip, they fall, they've whacked off a, a central and um, need some major cosmetic work. Mom and dad are going to put out the money for that. So that's an easy referral source. It's, I mean, it literally just takes the tiniest bit of networking and it'll be a nice drip for you for years. You can do the exact same thing with your local ER and your urgent cares. They do not want to treat dental problems. They want to have somebody to turf that patient to and it might as well be you. So simple, doesn't cost a thing, just a couple of minutes of relationship building. I like that. So what would you recommend? How would we, we go to the... We, Let's just say we're in in the town. We just find anywhere, like hospital-wise or urgent care or something like that. And then what do we walk in there saying? Well, so most of the doctors that I know, um, they they know people within the medical community around them. So they're going to have some level of a contact that is associated with that particular hospital. So I'd start by kind of finding out, hey, who's the best person to talk to who runs the ER Um, so that I can help your patients out. When you get a patient in with dental trauma or, you know, a dental issue, you can make sure that this ER knows that you're not taking Medicaid patients or whatever your limitations are, but just sort of get to know who that contact is, get an introduction. I wouldn't just walk into the ER and say, hey, can you add my name to the list? Yeah. So a little bit more about networking. Within the universities, you can call their health center and say, hey, I'd, I'd love to be on your short list. Let's talk about what that takes. Um, all of those universities, they have to have a referral short list for anything that they don't do in their health center. So, and they only pick a couple. They're not just throwing, a, you know, otherwise kids might as well just be going online and doing a random search. Yeah. They're looking for someone who's preferred and trusted by the university. It says a lot more to the parents of those kids that they're willing to trust them. Okay. I like that a lot. And so is this the top three? That'd be my top three. I mean, I can give you a million other ones, a couple, but all right, let me give you one more. I'll give you one more. Now Mm. this one costs a little bit of money, but I love this idea. This came from um, a doctor that we work with. I can't reveal the name, but I thought it was a great idea. They are a specialist practice and What I find specialists do to build relationships is they have this tendency to delegate to an assistant or the front desk or somebody who has time on their hands. And they say, hey, go deliver cookies this week. Go take them some bagels a month later or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But they're not referring to the person who dropped this stuff off. 
So you want to build a relationship with everybody in the practice. Mm -hmm. What I've seen them do is they'll rent like a gourmet coffee wagon or a lunch bus or whatever it is. And so they'll go around to three or four offices, say a little bit before they know that the office hours start and the entire team will come out. Really, you're just covering the cost of sponsoring this, the, the coffee have them made gourmet coffees. It feels really special. It's a little fun thing for them to do. Great chance to network with them when they're not busy with patients and they're just happy. So same thing, lunch trucks, whatever it is you want to do. Costs a little bit of money, but it has way more impact than just dropping off some random bagels that they're like, okay, here's more stuff in the kitchen. Nobody seems to care who it's from. So that was one of my favorite ones. Costs a little bit of money, but I think the bank for the buck is huge. And this is for the, I guess, the places that you're already established at or the ones we want to get into? So this would be for the practices that you want to get into or maintain relationships. So, you know, let's say you uh, have a strong sleep apnea practice. Maybe you are going to the GPs in the area, not GP dentists, but even just general practitioner uh, physicians. Mm -hmm. Um, you could go to any, you know, a cardiologist in the area or or pulmonologist or whoever it is that you wanted to go to. So you can get creative with that targeting. You do that once a month, you're going to get a great reputation in town as the, like the go-to doctor, because you really take care of people. You go above and beyond. And that is memorable. I mean, have you ever heard of a doctor who's done that? No, I haven't. But it's brilliant though. I'm thinking like, how would I... How would I approach it? Like, let's just say there's a practice and I'm like a pediatric practice, right? And I'm going across and I'm like, I want to give you guys coffee. Well, how do you recommend so we approach it? I would totally call ahead, you know, give them a couple of days heads up and say, hey, guys, we are sponsoring a gourmet coffee wagon that's going to come around. I wanted to find a time when the whole team's going to be there, but you're not going to be busy with patients. What's best for you? So if you give them a little heads up, it builds the excitement. It's kind of fun. Frankly, you'll have team members fighting to work that day or they'll just sort of sneak in so they can grab a a coffee for themselves. I wouldn't surprise them. You definitely need to give them a little advance notice, but it's so different and it's just so memorable because it's uncommon. Now, if all your listeners start doing this and everybody does it, it won't be common anymore and we'll have to talk about other uncommon strategies. But that one was one of my favorites that I heard. I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it it is nice, especially like you're creating the opportunity, you know what I mean? Of like, hey, I want to talk to you guys and do all these things before maybe, right? Um, Have the gourmet coffee or like a taco truck, like you said. I like it. I like it a lot. Awesome, Zanya. Thank you so much. If anybody had any questions or concerns or they want to reach out to you, you can definitely find her on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Easiest is always our website, goldenproportions.com. Um, you can do a live chat with us or you can go to our contact page and just book time for, we have like free marketing consultations. We are happy to listen to what you're doing and give you advice on whether it's working or not. So anybody who's just looking for a little insight from a long experienced professional in this industry, would love to talk to you. Awesome. So guys, all that's going to be in the show notes below. And Sonia, thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. My pleasure. 